May Investor Update. I'm Matthew Smith, a power planner at Nutmeg, and I'm joined today by our Director of Investment Strategy, Brad Holland. Hi, Brad. Hi, Matthew. Markets seem to have a rough April. There's been talk of a bear market. What is it, and should investors be worried? A bear market is a 20% drop in financial prices from their most recent high. And there's been speculation the S&P 500 index, the US large companies, might breach that point. In April, US large cap stocks fell 8.7% to be down 12.9% year to date. Now, a 10% fall is considered a, a correction, and, and, and they happen reasonably often, seven times since 2010. Large US technology stocks, however, well, they have crossed the 20% bear market threshold. Uh, the NASDAQ index, which we don't own in nutmeg portfolios, fell 13.5% in April to be down 21% year to date. Uh, this bear market in tech stocks took hold as economic reopening removed the, the work from home premium these stocks had enjoyed. Uh, in addition, online subscription levels have, have plateaued or even declined as households cut costs in response to the sudden price shock being experienced. Um, China's continued heavy-handed oversight of its tech companies. That's provided further negative background noise for, for digital companies. We've seen a steady rise in bond yields in 2022 as central banks change their posture from emergency ease conditions towards urgent tightening. How has this been impacting markets? Well, the, the rise in bond yields has been a key driver of weakness in the values of, of the big technology companies. The reason being is quite technical. It's not so much that rising yields will hurt earnings because rising bond yields are also a sign that equity markets are enjoying good earnings growth. For technology stocks, whose earnings are viewed to be strongest in future years, rising bond yields cause these future earnings to, to have a lower present-day value. It's a, it's a mechanical valuation process. Uh, we've not had a specific technology position in the portfolios since late last year because we expected this rise in bond yields to occur. But uh, it's not just about US equity and bond markets. World equities fell with, with local currency returns down 8.3% in April to be down 12.9% year to date. Uh, still closer to home, the FTSE 100 did make a marginal gain during the month. These blue chip stocks have been buoyed by, by weak pounds and, and many of the UK's largest listed companies uh, focus on overseas earnings. Uh, FTSE 100 is also home to, to large energy companies, which have had a strong year as commodity prices have climbed. And on, on that note, oil prices themselves stabilised during April, while a broad basket of commodity prices actually rose around 4% in a month. Mining commodities fell 6%, with the bigger agricultural basket rising 5%. On, on supply shortages. So, bonds and equities were both down in April. Normally we see one or the other down, but not both. Is that right? Yes, under normal circumstances, we expect a, a negative correlation between bond and equity returns. Positive correlations do occur when, when markets fret about inflation. And, and with the reported inflation readings hitting multi-decade highs in April, this positive correlation between bonds and equities did play out. Equity markets are worried that the price impact of the supply shock, together with tighter monetary policy, will have a, a destructive impact on demand for goods and services. Uh, the worse the Ukraine conflict looks, the more negative the overall situation appears for the global economy and markets. 
And April was a month where this pessimism was sharply felt. Although the US earnings reporting season in April was reasonably firm, there were fewer positive surprises than previous seasons, and enough big corporate names such as Amazon disappointed. And this further soured the market mood towards the end of April. So, equity markets think the world economy is stalling. Is there evidence for that? Growth is certainly cooling, but we, we don't see the global economy as stalling. Uh, manufacturing and, and, and capital investment cycles have, have positive momentum and, and order books are very solid. And this implies global trade will continue the recovery. The, the Russian war in Ukraine and the Chinese domestic clampdown on COVID are headwinds for global growth, but they don't look to be debilitating activity in the US and Europe, for example. These forces will have an impact, obviously, but we, we don't think it will derail the recovery happening in developed economies. The May monetary policy report from the Bank of England has revised the bank's growth outlook down to be flat across 2023 due to the real income shock of higher prices in this year, 2022. They think a technical UK recession is possible. And these are just forecasts, of course, and will be revised every quarter. But they show how closely we need to watch the economic data over the summer. Thanks, Brad. Did you make any changes to the portfolios in April? At the start of April, we trimmed some equity exposure and moved that money into cash. And that wasn't a vote against equities. Indeed, we remained slightly overweight, the, the asset class. It was just recognition of the drift in asset allocation that had occurred this year due to market movements, a portfolio management rebalancing exercise. And that cash can be reinvested as we see better opportunities. Brad, a customer has questioned the investment team's view that inflation will moderate into next year. He asks if we are being overly optimistic. What would you say to that? For sure, price rises are tough this year as, as higher food and energy prices work through the system and as the supply shock continues to work itself out. We, we do think inflation will likely remain at the high side of the Bank of England's 2% inflation target. However, it's important to remember that inflation is defined as persistent annual increases in prices. Uh, a rise in prices during one year, however painful, will not feed ongoing inflation unless follow-up increases occur in subsequent years. The Bank of England forecasts assume this follow-up increase does not occur, and we are inclined to agree. Uh, do read our recent View from the Investment Desk update for a, a wider discussion around this point. Many thanks, Brad. Thanks, Matthew. Thank you for joining us. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss in next month's Investor Update, you can contact us via email or on our social media channels. We look forward to seeing you next month. More information about this update is available in the description. As with all investing, your capital is at risk. The value of your portfolio with Nutmeg can go down as well as up, and you may get back less than you invest. Past or future performance indicators are not a reliable indicator of future performance.